Redfield Podcast. We're back. Now I'm sitting here going half crazy. Ah, fuck that. We're not starting this episode on a, on a down. Or let's turn up on this Friday. It's been a few days since, or a few weeks, I should say, since we've done a podcast. Let's turn up. We got the new Yeet album. That life. Let's get it. All we do is just go number one and I just brought on some ears, little bitches, the first of the month. Where I run, I'm in the guy, little bitch, I'm a terror, the city, afraid of the sun. I'm winning, paying the bills, switch it up. I'm winning, it's no matter nothing. Hello, my fans, my family, my cup, my brother, my slime, my sister, my mom. Yo, yo, what is good, people? Welcome back to the Red Pill Podcast. Like I mentioned, it's been a few weeks since we've done an episode, uh, but I thought I'd hop on today and just give you a little update of what I've been up to and, and where I've been, what life has had in store for me, and, and you know, just just give a little update. Like I say, um, I'm, I don't know, because obviously we started the podcast doing it weekly, then I missed a week by accident, uh, and then I went on holiday, and then I've got back from holiday for a few weeks now, and I've not done another episode. I was going to do an episode right when I got back. Uh, I actually got back on Thursday the 8th of September um, so then I was going to do an episode that day and upload it for the Friday but I didn't just give a little holiday update and stuff I know some people would be interested in hearing some holiday stories uh, but we will get into those a bit later on in today's episode uh, but yeah man like I say it's, it's a bit it's been a while I don't know how going forward with the podcast what we're going to do with it whether I'll do like one episode a month and just give like a monthly uh, roundup I guess of, of stuff that's happened in the month you know because this will be coming out, uh, it was actually be coming out late because today is Friday as I'm recording this. I normally record it on Thursday, but I didn't have time yesterday because I was quite busy um, procrastinating actually. So yeah, <laughs> professional procrastinator over here. Uh, and my problem is is that I'm a perfectionist as well. So I've seen a few memes going around about this recently. So I, I feel awkward saying it because it is literally me. I'm, I'm a perfectionist. I want everything that I do to be perfect, like down to the tiniest minute detail that like even like somebody looking at it with a naked eye from the outside wouldn't even know certain details that I look at because it's my work. I see every single tiny little piece and, and minute detail, like I say. And I needed to also be perfect, otherwise I'm not happy, you know. Um, but being a perfectionist like that, uh, it's it sort of puts you off doing work sometimes because of how stressful it can be doing work. Like when I do the YouTube stuff, it's it does get to you like mentally because you do want everything to be perfect. So then you end up stressing about things being perfect and procrastinating, not even starting the work because you're worried about it needing to be perfect. And then you end up in this this horrible cycle, really, of doing nothing because you're too scared to start the work in case something goes wrong or, or it's not perfect. So then you end up doing nothing. And then I end up wasting time. And I hate wasting time. That's like my biggest hate in life is wasting time something i need to get over um I, I feel like i feel like very i don't know how to phrase it but like i feel like i need to make the the best use of every single second of life otherwise i'm just like a waste of human oxygen or space basically because 
well, not not necessarily on that deep of a level, but I just feel like if I'm not doing something productive, then I'm failing. But then, like, even I say yesterday, I was planning to just binge this series that I watched called Mob Psycho. Mob Psycho Season 3 comes out in October. I'm on Season 2 still. I was planning to binge the whole season. It's only four hours long to watch a whole season, and I'd already seen half of it anyway. And just the whole day went by, and I only watched, like, two or three episodes. And I was like, what the fuck did I do with me day? I edited a video, which turned out to be the wrong video as well, which got me pissed off, but... Yeah, so speaking of videos, we are back on the reaction channel if you haven't seen that, YSK Reacts over on YouTube, uh, I'm back doing reaction videos but it's not the same uh, as the, the usual uploads on that channel, I used to just react to music and pretty much everything UK music, then I got fatigued and slowed down and just did certain album reactions to mainly American music, then I slowed down completely and took like a 7 month hiatus, um, looking like the, the mangaka of, of Hunter Hunter with that type of hiatus, but um yeah like i I've, i'm back on there now but um, i need to do a video on that channel explaining the hiatus and explaining the channel going forward because i'm rebranding ysk reacts is dead like ysk reacts as a name is dead i'm gonna rechange the i'm changing the channel basically i'm still gonna have reaction videos on there i'm doing reaction videos all of october to uh, anime we're gonna do my hero academia spy family jujutsu kaisen well that's next year uh chainsaw man attack on titan next year too so we're doing anime reactions over there so that yeah if you're an anime fan go and watch all, all those when they drop i'm also wanting to do like video essay style videos um because like i don't know I, I, that just really interests me to do those type videos where it's like just me talking for a while about things that I, i'm passionate about and care about because i can do that for time you see on this podcast when i have a topic that i care about i can talk for like half an hour about one thing like so i, I really want to do video essay style videos and i think the reason why i'm using a reaction channel i will still do music reactions every so often to uh, just but only to artists that i really like in the past i would just react to everything that came out but now i'm gonna stick to just the artists that i actually do care about and like would like documented i remember i done um j cole the off-season reaction and in that video i said that was last year i said in that video like this is jermaine cole one of the legends of our time and i'm live reacting like live documenting my video forever it's going out there forever on the internet i can look back in 10 years time and say, or even 20 years time, show me kids, J. Cole, and they're all listening to 2014 Forest Hills Drive, I'm like, yeah, but this is my first reaction when I was like 18, 19, listening to the off-season, like, it's there forever, do you know what I mean? That's why I got a, a new tattoos, this is, I'm getting sidetracked, I'll come back to the channel, I got new tattoos, one of them says, we here forever, technically, and that's basically what that means, like, what I've just mentioned there, like, say I touch wood, God forbid, say I die tomorrow, all my videos and contents live on forever. So even though your body and mind might be here temporarily in, in the world, like the content I'm creating goes out there forever. So we're here forever, technically, you know. Um, I got another tattoo on the other arm, which was uh, another manga panel, because obviously we got Kakashi Sensei from Naruto. Uh, we got that tattoo a while ago. Um, and this time I've got Pain from Naruto, um, which looks fucking dope. It's, it's all scabbed up and healing at the minute. But yeah, if you want to see that, check out the socials. Uh, Red Pill Podcast 9 on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I haven't actually posted it on there, but if you want to just at me over there if you want to see it or follow me personal Twitter, which is Scott underscore Steve O underscore. 
I've posted pictures on there. Um, but yeah, so back to the, the topic of me channels. Like I say, YSK Reacts is dead. We're renaming it. I think the name I'm going to go with is Guts with the Glasses. Uh, Guts is the, the protagonist from the, the manga series Berserk, uh, which I'm reading at the minute. And it's really like life-changing, to be honest. I've only read the first two volumes of the deluxe edition. So the first six volumes of the manga and... It's just really what I need to read right now. I feel like at this stage in my life, I feel like I'm a, a very similar sort of stage to where the main character Guts is at. Uh, well, not necessarily, because if you know Berserk and you know Guts' story, obviously I can't relate to that. I'm not branded with a curse mark and getting hunted by demons every day of my life. Uh, but to some extent, just the the... the the dilemmas and the mental like the mental dilemmas that guts goes through on a daily basis i do i can relate to just talking about like and even griffith uh, griffiths i can't say that name griffiths i hate it shout out my boy key but i hate the name griffith griffith bro i can't say there's too many f's f's and th should never be next to each other griffith yeah that bro, i sound like an idiot but yeah those two characters like they they go through these the same sort of dilemmas and stuff that I think about you know like uh, talking about destiny purpose direction goals in life dreams things like that some of the oh I read this monologue from from Griffith I, I need to find another word to call him or another name because I can't say his name G man let's call him G man for now I read this monologue from G man talking about dreams now nah, G man's a dead name but um you're talking about dreams. And like how all men should have a dream. I think he was just talking about all people, but used the phrase men. All men should have a dream and, and picture a life living as a martyr to that dream before you can even like have anything precious to you. It's fucking fire. So I want to say rest in peace uh, to Kentaro Miura for writing one of the best stories of all time because this shit is really eye-opening. But 10 minutes into the podcast, uh, we need to just give quick shout-outs. Well, not shout-outs, but... A quick rest in peace uh, segment to PMB Rock. First of all, let's get the most important one out of the way first. PMB Rock, man, uh, that's that shit here, bro. That shit hurts. I can't lie. Like PMB Rock, I've listened to for years. Um, he was a big collaborator with XXX Tentacion. Uh, obviously, X died back in twenty eighteen. I want to say, how long has it been since X died? I feel like it might have been earlier than that. Um, no, X was 2018, June 2018. I remember it vividly uh, when X died. Cried me fucking eyes out. I can't lie. When that news broke, that was that really hit me. When X died, uh, and then obviously PMB. PMB I knew before um, his work with X, but um, I definitely appreciated his just art. PMB Rock, um, just how versatile he was as an artist. He has some of the greatest like collab collaborations of all time. As I didn't, I'll be honest, completely hold my hands up and say I didn't really check out much of his own personal work. Um, the last tape I listened to of his was probably Trap Star Turn Pop Star or Pop Star Turn Trap Star, whichever way round the the name was. And I actually really loved that tape. Um, I really fucked with that tape. Uh, me and my boy Lee used to talk about that tape all the time. Um. So yeah, man, it's just really sad to see. Rest in peace of PMB Rock. It's crazy that, you know, just the, the whole situation and circumstance around that. I'm not going to speculate anything because obviously everyone was quick, including me, to blame his girl for posting the location. But this just goes to everyone. You've got to be careful posting your location. Well, not everyone, because most people listen to this. They don't have ops. They don't have a lot of money. You don't have that £100,000 chain around your neck that people are going to come and try and rob if you drop the low. But yeah, anyone who is on that, that level, high status, or even just like has some sort of wealth, don't try and flex it. 
unless you're in a different location don't be wearing rich jewelry even rolexes few thousand pound like the the low level criminals there's like will steal a fucking rolex that's only worth a few grand don't be posting your rolex and the kfc and and dropping the location oh yeah i'm at kfc in this location with a thousand pound rolex on because people will see that story pull up on you and then take it and then you could lose your life over a fucking watch or a fucking chain which is ridiculous so anyway rest in peace pmb rock prayers out to his family and stuff um and yeah so the the other r.i.p in this section queen elizabeth ii moment of silence for queen elizabeth ii interrupted let's get back to the podcast so uh yeah the queen died which was like i i, I want to say it's crazy but it's not really she was 96 i guess you know like as soon as somebody turns 80, I'm already thinking they've got one foot on the stairs. You know what I mean? I like I feel like people have had 16 years to process really the the, the death of the queen, but still she died and people were crying their eyes out and there was this whole big thing. And I get that death is sad, but at 96, she lived a long life, you know, and, and I feel like, like you're saying, people should have been expecting this or had, you know, it's not like it was a sudden death, like even the PMB rock one. Or, or let's go back to the royal family, Princess Diana. I could understand people being sad about that. It was sudden, unexpected. Life cut short. Like, she was the Queen was 96, you know what I mean? I mean, it's sad that she didn't get to see the World Cup in Qatar this year. But, um, yeah, rest in peace, the Queen, anyway. Now, th- this this brings me to a controversial topic about the royal family. Um, like, I had this discussion with a few people. I don't I don't like the royal family because um I don't like I think I'm very old fashioned I think that if you're on a throne you should have earned the throne why did the this family what like why did they get to be this family why is the royal family the royal family why did, did they get that like you know what I mean why like I saw a post the other day that's saying that William is it the one with no hair his kids um George and Charlotte they're worth like three billion dollars or pounds each They've got, like, that's their net worth. I'm like, why is this kid who's never worked a day in his life got three billion pounds? Why? Why does she, why does the queen get to sit there at 96 years old on a throne with stolen jewels in a crown and and with all this rich jewellery and, and own all of these properties and around the country and i don't get it like i don't get it what have they done to deserve that like you know if we throw it back to like game of thrones days or viking days if there's a king the king has fought with his army for that throne they've probably had to kill another army and kill another king to take that throne that i can respect you know like if if the queen had killed the last queen i would respect her you know i would respect that and be like you know what she like she is in that throne, but I don't understand the history of the royal family. Maybe she did. Maybe a ma killed the last queen or, or a dad. I don't know the, the history of the royal family. I don't care to know it, to be honest, because it makes no difference to my life whatsoever. The royal family do absolutely nothing for me and my family. So I do not care about those guys. Um, but yeah, like I say, um, with like throw it back to like Viking or Samurai days. You should just be able to go in there and challenge the, the king to a duel. You know what I mean? Like, King Charles now, I mean, let let me just pref- like preface this by saying this is a joke and completely hypothetical. So if there's any government agencies or FBI watching this or royal family guards watching this podcast, listening to this podcast, this is a joke and I do not plan to do any of this. But with that being said, what's stopping me from going to Buckingham Palace with a, with a katana? And saying I challenge Prince or King Charles to mortal combat, 
and whoever wins gets the throne. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> who's stopping me from going up there? Like, why can't you do that? Why can't you do that these days? That's what I like. Back in the in the samurai days, I could just go up to go into a new village, go to a dojo, and be like, I want to challenge the strongest fighter in here. Mortal combat. One of us is dying. Battle to the death. And then one of us walks out alive. Like, and you used to be able to do that, but you can't anymore. Like, do you know what I mean? Why does why does the queen and the king and this royal family, who are Germans anyway, I think they're called the Windsor family, aren't they? But it's a made up name. Like, because the Germans, crazy still. But yeah, like, why did they get this life of luxury? I don't get it. What are, What's so special about them? Why can't I challenge the whole family to a Mortal Kombat battle to the death? <laughs> okay, like I say, that was a joke. If there is any government agent, government officials watching this, I, I can hear the FBI at the door now. Um, but yeah, with that being said, um, we're gonna we had a, a whole day off or bank holiday as they call it in the UK. I don't know if Americans, I don't know if you have bank holidays over there or what are they called? I guess just national holidays. I guess. Um, yeah, on Monday just gone. There was the funeral, which was just weird, man. It was just a weird day, and then they're gonna have to do it all again in a few months when Charles kicks it, or a few years when Charles kicks it, or he gets killed by someone in a, a Mortal Kombat duel to the death because they've challenged him for the throne. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, that's that's I was gonna say that's Mortal Kombat out the way, but that's uh, monarchy and rest in peace talks out the way. Uh, I wanted to talk about the holiday, like obviously I went on holiday the first week of September, uh, we started September on a good note, um, you know, like it, it's the ninth month of the year, you just know what the number nine means to me and and just how like important that is or how much I look out for that, shout out to the Mallory bros, because yeah, so I started the month on a good note, uh, I went away the first of September, the st- ended last month on a good note I should say, started the ninth month of the year and I, I just felt like this month was going to be special go away the first week of it uh it was nice you know i I feel like it was very very needed uh the holiday in fact let me start first of all by saying going back to the queen and the king old people do my head in like with technology let me preface that old people and technology just really annoy me like so on the plane going away sat in front of me was this old couple obviously between the seats i can see them this woman this old woman, she obviously had a touchscreen phone. I don't know why, because she's an old woman and can't use it. Why have you got a touchscreen phone? Go back to like a Motorola or something, flip phone. You'd be able to use that. So she's put her phone in a plastic Ziploc bag. Yeah. And then trying to put it in a handbag. But what she's not doing is locking her phone. So she's putting her phone unlocked in a Ziploc bag, which obviously like it can still touch the screen through that bag. Then folding the bag up and trying to put it in a handbag. But as she's doing that, she's pressing the screen and the bag's pressing the screen. And she's opening apps and doing shit and clicking shit on her phone as she's putting it into the bag. So then she's taking it back out the bag and trying to like, and then closing the apps. Then putting it back into the Ziploc bag and then back into the handbag. And she literally done that for like five minutes. And she wouldn't just like get the gist. You've got to lock the screen first and then you won't have this problem. And I'm sat there watching going, like, should I tell her? Should I just say, hey, you've got to lock your phone? But then it looks like I've been watching it for five minutes. Do you know what I mean? And I, I didn't want to be weird and be like, yeah, I've been watching you and you're a fucking idiot. Lock the screen. But it just really annoyed me. I can't lie. Like just watching that, I was like, for fuck's sake, she literally done it like five times in the bag, 
in the bag and then fucking oh I've got to take it out of both bags because something's getting pressed on the screen and I was like your husband is fucking useless as well your husband's just sat there not helping at all how does how do you not know to just lock the screen ah but anyway yeah that's old people man like just and while we're on the topic of the plane I need a private jet I don't care about carbon emissions and all that shit you can tell me about uh, global warming sitting on a fucking passenger plane with cramped leg space for four hours on a flight to Lanzarote and I was just like for fuck's sake like and then on landing I fucking twatted my knee on the seat in front and it fucking killed like because obviously as we hit the runway there was a big jolt forward uh, as the wheels hit the tarmac and I fucking my knee flew forward and smacked the seat in front of me and it, uh, it was fucking killing but yeah man like just public planes just on it we got delayed for four hours before takeoff which was fucking ridiculous we got delayed for like three hours on the way back um and yeah man it was just it's just horrible i hate passenger planes on the way back there was this fucking child and it was li- like a literally chi- literal child that wasn't a figure a figure of speech just fucking wailing the whole like journey it's like but like proper screaming as if like i thought they were getting stabbed and cut up or something i was like there is absolutely no reason for a child to be screaming this loud and it wasn't like a little baby this was a kid that could talk you know, this was a kid of, of age that could talk and the parents were like, oh, come on, you you need to be quiet and sit down. It's like, lad, I'm sorry. That's where you've got to smack the child. Maybe not in front of everyone, but go to the, the fucking airport to, or the, the airplane toilet and just smack the cunt because, well, I'm not that I'm condoning violence against children at all because I'm not. But, like, my child will never behave like that. And that's not me saying that I'm going to chastise my child any chance that I get. But I would, I like to think anyway, because I don't know how it will go. I will raise my child to never be like that. I was never like that as a kid. My mum and dad would never have allowed me to go out in public and start wailing like that. You should have heard the noise out of this kid. Like, this wasn't just a normal child's cry. This was like, I'm going to fucking bring the plane down with these screams. You know what I mean? Like, I thought we had fucking Black Bolt on board. I could hear the fucking sound waves coming out of that kid's mouth. It was fucking ridiculous. But, and then, yeah, that's just another reason why I need a private plane. I can't stand people. I don't like people. Airports are fucking annoying. You know, we had to wait. when Once we landed in um, to, to Manchester on the way home, we, I had to wait for, like, literally two hours for the fucking bags to get unloaded off the plane. Because there was no staff work in the airport and nobody to unload the baggage off the plane. We literally had to stand there around the conveyor belt while it wasn't moving for literally like two hours. And in that portion of the airport, I had no signal on my phone. So I couldn't even sit there on my phone. I had to stand there and just fucking talk to my mum and dad for two hours. Which, I mean, it's not that hard of a task, like, because we've just been away on holiday. It's not like I don't get along with my parents or not on board. It was still fucking painful to know, like... Especially because I was like in the middle of a conversation with someone at the time as well. And I was like, I'm going to have to fucking wait until we get out of here until I can continue this conversation. And it was ironic as well, because obviously up in the air, you have no service on your phone anyway while you're in the plane because you've got to put it on airplane mode. As soon as we landed into the airport, it took us like half an hour to get off the plane to get the doors open because for some reason there was something going on at the airport and we had to sit on the plane before we could get off it. 
But as soon as we landed, some lad turned his phone on uh, a few rows behind us and just went, hey, the Queen's dead, you know? <laughs> I was like, first of all, that's definitely a scouser. Like, anywhere you go, you'll find a scouser. Um, and yeah, just fucking shouted, the Queen's dead, you know? And then I've turned my phone on. First notification was Queen Elizabeth dead. And I was just like... I mean, to be expected, I guess, you know, it didn't have any impact on me. I didn't think about it for the rest of the day then. But yeah, like that, that's, that's the plain uh, talk. And then just, I was, okay, let's go actually to the holiday now. Like I've, I've talked about going and coming home, but I haven't talked about the actual holiday itself. Um, so yeah, in fact, one more thing. In fact, no, no, that, that's a different segment. Yeah, let's get back to the holiday. So the holiday, like I say, I felt... At the point I was at mentally, um, even right now, like the place I'm at, I'm at mentally, it was really needed and really well timed this holiday. Um, well, maybe not well timed, but no, I guess it was well timed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to like think how to phrase this without revealing too much stuff because I don't want to just pure pour my whole life and mental state over the internet, but. Yeah, like I say, went away, I was reading Berserk, I took a volume of Berserk with me, I took uh, a volume of another manga called Vagabond with me. Vagabond is what I was talking about before, like it's a guy going around dedicating his life to the way of the sword, just going around different villages trying to challenge the dojos to try and become the world's best swordsman, basically. Um, But yeah, so just sitting on on a balcony at night, reading manga, hearing the the noise of the pool and the water below like i fucking love water like the sound of flowing water and looking at flowing water i just fucking love it it's so soothing to me so to be out there sat on a balcony reading this manga which like i say with berserk i relate to so much and even in vagabond obviously i can't relate to being a samurai but a lot of a lot of the same themes cross over between berserk and vagabond talking about that stuff of like what's my destiny um what's my purpose in life where am i going where am i heading what's my goals what the fuck am i even doing on this planet what was i born for both of those themes or both manga cover those themes so it's it's very like closely related even though the stories are very different um and that's why uh, Mushashi and Guts are related at all regarded as two of the best main characters of all time in uh, the media of manga but yeah so sitting on the balcony reading manga listening to water it was very peaceful and just relaxing and definitely the escape that I needed from reality I guess even though I was still very much engaged in reality because these manga that I was reading was making me think about stuff and question things in my reality but still not being in the the my home location because I never get out even just outside the house here like I never go out much I go to the cinema but then that's and to work and that's really it um I don't do things here I don't go out much I just constantly either work at my day job or work on YouTube constantly grinding I got a few uploads ahead before we went away on holiday so I was able to just relax for a week and not have to stress about YouTube and analytics and numbers and not getting support off people and not getting like not making progress on YouTube I didn't have to stress about that for for a whole week um and it was just really nice you know we was we was all inclusive so I could just fucking get bevied every day even though like I've spoke about in previous episodes I have been trying to get off um the the drink but I mean 
that's in, in terms of drinking for every day. I think like it's obviously fine in moderation. And while you're on holiday, fuck it, you know what I mean? But as long as I'm not drinking every day while I'm at home, which I don't anymore, which is good to see because uh, of my discipline. But yeah, just having drinks, uh, sitting by the pool, sitting in the sun. Admittedly, I didn't catch much sun. I don't have much of a tan. Like I'm still very pale. I don't like I say. I don't see the sun. So when the sun does see me, he attacks me uh, and burns. I just burn easy. Um, but yeah, like it's it, it was nice. It was a nice week. You know, it just being it was just me, me and my dad. Um, and like I've mentioned in the last podcast before, I went away. I don't really speak to me on that that much because I'm constantly just busy working on YouTube and constantly just locked away in my room, just grinding this stuff out. And then my dad and my mum are obviously in work all day, like nine to five. My dad's always away playing golf. So we never really have that time as like a family, really, to, to spend time together. So it, it was nice um, to, you know, be together for a week and, and being able to spend time with my parents. It, it is nice. Um, but... Yeah, one thing it, it did really like stand out to me was the alone time still while I was away. Like I say, it was nice to be with the family, but that alone time really stood out to me. Some nights I would go up to the room early while they were downstairs still by the bar and stuff while the entertainment was on downstairs. Some nights I would just go up early or some days they'd go out walking around, checking out the, the island and I'd just stay in the room or stay by the pool. And it, it was those moments of like, like I say, changing location and setting still being by myself with my own thoughts but reading manga um because to like being away on holiday is an escape from reality i read manga while i'm at home to escape from reality um so to do both while on on holiday it was very nice and like i say that's the moments that stand out to me you know just reading berserk on the balcony reading vagabond on the balcony um and Manga on the Balcony is such a fucking cold name. That sounds like it, was, it should be like an album name or something. Manga on the Balcony. That just, that sounds like such a cold name to me or like a film or a, a series. But yeah, reading Manga on the Balcony was, it was just very soothing, very like, very good for your mental health. And that's what I want to say as well. Like if you're thinking about going away, even on like a solo trip, do it. Like just go even if it's not abroad, say you're you're from the UK and you're thinking about going to like Wales for the weekend, just do it, just go. Or you go on like the caravan or something, just go. Even if you're by yourself, like being away, escaping reality, it is a very good like method of like just freedom, escaping, escapism, is that the word? Like, I don't know. It, it was very good for my mental health. That's what I'll say. It was well needed, especially the time, the circumstances that were going on at home, things that were going on. Um, like, it was very needed for me to, to go away and experience that. That little, have that little break because things at home were getting very overwhelming. My, like, I was killing myself in inside, in my own head. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to get too deep into it because I don't really want to... I don't want to turn the podcast into a fucking therapy session because <laughs> I just don't want to do that for you as listeners. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. So, I mean, there wasn't really much that happened while I was away to, to give you like stories of of being away. Like I say, I was only with me, with me mum and dad. We didn't get up to nothing crazy. Um, the island itself, we went to, to Lanzarote. No disrespect to, to anyone from Lanzarote. 
It's like, what the fuck do you even do there? How can anyone live there? The the journey from the airport, like basically Lanzarote is just a big fucking volcano and there's fuck all there. If you the the trip from the airport to the hotel, the it like just it was like a half an hour drive, and we just got to see like the the island. It's it's fucking. It looks like Minecraft. It looks like someone spawned in on Minecraft, set the biomes of volcano, and built a few roads and houses here and there. Every fucking house looks the same. It was the same. There's no unique architecture. Every house was literally a Minecraft house. It was a fucking cube. It was square. And it was white. Every house looked the same. Even the schools looked like the houses. And, I mean, certain people's houses do look like schools, like Prince Andrew. Um, allegedly. I don't want to get sued. I need to stop getting on the royal family. They're going to send someone to my house. But, yeah, the architecture was fucking boring. I'm a big fan of, like cool architecture you know and, and cool looking buildings everything looked the same the roads like i say are just built in the middle of nowhere like it's fucking minecraft the actual landscape itself there was no like hardly any greenery because it's a fucking volcano there's there was fucking shitloads of aloe vera though that's one thing i will say that island is sponsored by aloe vera every shop that you go in even at the airport there was a whole aloe, aloe vera shop Every shop that you went in, there was like a whole aisle or section for aloe vera. It must be the only thing that grows on the island or something. But yeah, and then even like the compound where where the hotel was, um, we went out and explored. The hotel was fucking gorgeous, though. I will say that five star hotel, um, fucking gorgeous. Uh, and yeah, we went out and explored like left and right down the the like beach and the promenade and. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. Let me just leave it at that. I don't want to slander the place too much because we're going back next year. But yeah, it just didn't. It didn't impress me. Um, it it was nice in terms of the temperature, though. Like I say, I'm not the biggest fan of the sun, but it was very hot over there. It's obviously close to the equator, uh, Lanzarote. It's just off the coast of um, West Africa, so it's very hot over there. But with it being like the volcanic islands, it was very windy. Um, so you'd have this scorching heat and you'd be getting cooked by the sun but then you'd have this breeze that would come in and take off that the edge of the heat do you know what I mean and it'd keep cooling you down so it, it was a very nice contrast it was like I don't know it was like getting in a fucking pool after being in a steam room like keeping dipping in between a steam room and a pool to cool yourself off it was it was a nice contrast Um, but yeah so like I say not really much happened in terms of like stories to tell while i was there like i was trying to touch up on my spanish before we went I, I met like uh well i didn't meet there was a guy behind a desk who i was trying to speak spanish to to try and improve because the the best way to to learn a language or practice and study a language is to buy is by speaking it so there was this guy called marcos shout out marcos there's no chance he'd be watching this or listening to this there's absolutely zero way you'd find this but if you are listening shout out marcos i was trying to practice my spanish um speaking to him he was a cool guy but yeah like uh, i've sort of scrapped spanish now i'm learning japanese that's a, a life update for you is I, i'm learning japanese um at the minute i'm trying to like i'm i'm just learning off duolingo so i'm going through the the duolingo um 
lessons i guess i'm trying to do like a full lesson every day uh, if possible at least a full level um i should say not a full lesson a full level of lessons which is like six lessons in a day uh, to try and learn japanese because it's going to take me a long time to learn japanese but i want to be able to speak it um like at the minute i'm mainly just learning how to read it because obviously it's very difficult with it being a completely different alphabet um, they have like literally like two different alphabets. Um, the the symbols are called kanji, and then you've got two different types. There's hiragana, which is what I'm learning at the minute, um, and then there's the other type, which I have forgot, but I haven't started learning that yet because I'm trying to learn as much as I can about hiragana before I move on to. I think it's like uh, katakana or something. Yeah, katakana, the the other um, symbols and and stuff. So yeah, it's it's going to be tricky, but I'm dedicated to learning it. I'm on a nine-day streak at the minute. Nine, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? It's the nine. It appears everywhere on a nine-day streak uh, of learning it. I'm going to keep at it. Um, and yeah, so that was a completely sidetracked point. But yeah, I want to move to Japan and, and in the future or at least own a property over there and be able to go out there like a holiday home. Uh, because like I said, with the just going away on holiday, just changing up your setting is very nice to see. I don't like, no offense, but I don't like Liverpool. I don't like, I don't really like living here. I don't like my current situation where I live. I don't like the house, the, my office room, I call it in quotation marks, is fucking tiny. And that's no disrespect to obviously my parents who have put a roof over my head for the last 21 years, but... I just want to get rich, own my own property. Um, and just especially like, I really like the Japanese aesthetic um, of the, the the houses over there with like the, you know, oh, I forgot what the, the there's like bamboo panel, uh, paneling on the floors. I forgot what they're called now. But having like floors like that, no shoes in the house, being able to walk around barefooted on, like have like different, have like a Deccan connecting two buildings with like a dojo type building with outside of the main house, have like shoji in there with the sliding doors. It's just like another garden with water, fish in there, waterfall, a water feature with all flowers and stuff. That's literally my dream life. Um, and I watched PewDiePie's, one of PewDiePie's recent videos. I haven't watched PewDiePie in a long time. I used to watch him religiously, literally every single upload, every single day. I haven't watched him for a while. Um, so uh, YouTube suggested one of his videos um, in the last few days. So I thought, you know what, I'll watch it because he did clickbait me, I can't lie. It was called like, my, our house got attacked or something like that so i was like oh i'll i'll watch this see what felix is up to um see if he's okay see about the house and stuff uh, and it turned out like the he's moved to japan which i didn't know he's moved fully to japan he lived in brighton i think in the uk um and he's moved to japan now with his wife martia so that's really cool to see and literally literally just is the my dream life looking at that like i it just made me realize something and, and gave me like a, another goal to work towards to in life like i mentioned with berserk and vagabond i've been very just unsure about what i'm doing with life but then watching that video i've got a shout out pewdiepie not that he'd ever see this well if he does shout out to you felix because that really just sparked something in me that was just like I want to do that. I just like, and it's really just sparked like a different like comfort level of me. Like that's why I'm changing the whole reaction channel to be mainly like anime themed because, like, I fuck, I just fucking love anime and manga and Japanese culture, and like, I was just watching Felix and his and his wife, the stuff they were getting up to over there. I was like, that is the dream life. Get rich, move to Japan, live fucking happily ever after. Do you know what I mean? And and hopefully. Um, I can I can do that uh, and work towards that goal with someone. Um, 
yeah so that is that is me like life update um and one thing i wanted to move on to uh, which sort of ties in together like it was while i was on the plane um the pilot said something that made me like think about something about mindset uh and and like mindset in life so he, he said that we're like on the way back obviously you take off and then you've got to climb to a certain altitude and then that's when like you go into like your your standard fly mode uh, and I, th- I think the altitude he said was 38,000 feet uh, 38,000 feet was our cruising altitude and then that from there is where you just stay at the same level until you it's time to descend you know and then you come back down and then land the plane um but like I sort of I heard him say that like we're reaching our cruising altitude of 38,000 feet and it sort of just made me think about life of like once you reach a certain level in life like is is there a cruising altitude in life do you know what I mean like once you reach a certain level like and can you just get comfortable then but then I see this all the time YouTubers and stuff especially they'll reach a certain level or rappers they'll reach a certain level and then it'll turn into a cruising altitude and they won't keep pushing or striving for more or trying to do better uh, and improve themselves because they'll be so complacent at 38,000 feet. They don't want to push any higher than that, you know, because why would they? There's no need to or incentive to, but it's important to keep pushing and not reach that that cruising altitude. I mean, right now, I wish I was at a cruising altitude. I'm still on, on the climb, you know, I've only just taken off, uh, but once you reach that cruising altitude, it might be hypocritical of me to say because I've never reached it and I don't know what it's like up there. But just trying to stick with, you know, like trying to stick with that motivation that got you started in the first place and that drive that got you started in the first place and got you off the ground to begin with. Not losing that once you reach a certain height. Keeping with it and keeping pushing. Um, And that comes on to another topic about like even just starting to begin with. And getting your feet off the ground, your wheels off the off the runway, like that it brings me to like just trying. You know, I, I hear people all the time, oh, I wish I was rich. I wish I was that. I wish I was this. Why aren't you that? If if you sit there and say, Oh, I wish I could play the piano, well, why can't you play the piano? Have you tried playing the piano? Have you but went and bought a piano and started learning it online? Like you can learn it online for free on YouTube. Just go and buy a piano. So don't sit there and say, I wish I could learn piano. This is just an example, by the way. Don't sit there and say, oh, I wish I knew how to play the piano or the guitar. When you haven't even tried to learn how to play the piano or play the guitar, there's no shortcuts in life. If you want something, you've got to go and get it uh, by any means necessary. And just, but you've actually got to go and get it. You know, there's there's no handouts. I feel like, especially in this generation, everyone waits for handouts and they're like, oh, I wish I could play. This is again, like a metaphor using this piano as an example. Oh, I wish I could play piano. Well, you're not going to magically wake up one day with a piano in your living room and know how to play it. You've actually got to try and and go out and and learn things. Like it it goes, like I say, the piano is just, or wanting to play the piano is just a metaphor. They could go for anything like jobs. You could sit there and say, oh, I want to be, I don't know, I want to be a world champion boxer. I want to be an actor. I want to be like a an adult entertainment star. But why aren't you? Why are you working an office job nine to five? Why aren't you doing these things? Like, if, say you want to be a world champion boxer, go and get in the gym now. Go to the gym today. Go and listen to this. Pause the podcast. Go and get in the shower and then put some clothes on and go to the gym and go and, li- and, go and get in shape and, and start boxing. 
and listen to this podcast in the gym. Like, why? Like, the, I just don't understand people who sit there and say, I wish I was this, I wish I was that. My dream job is this, but I'm doing this instead. Why aren't you trying? That's what I'll never understand. That's why I've had um, something happen recently, which made me start doubting myself and doubting the YouTube and made me think about giving it in. But I want to do this for a living. I want to build a fan base, build, be able to wake up and do things on my own time and make videos about things and get paid for it and have people to interact with about things that I care about and things that I like. And that's literally a dream job for me. And I'm doing that. I'm trying every day to get that. You could be sitting there listening to this and thinking, oh, I wish I was a YouTuber. Well, why aren't you trying then? Why haven't you made a YouTube account? Why haven't you made any videos? Like to say that you want something, but then you're not even trying to get it. Like you're just a coward in a sense. And I don't mean that in this in a disrespectful way, but I sort of do. It's sort of like a just an encouraging kick up the ass. Like if you try as hard as you can for your goals, say you want to be even doesn't have to be YouTube or pro boxing. Like I say, this is all just a metaphor. So don't take it literally take it for if you're listening to this right now and you have a dream goal in mind or dream job or something in mind. When I say learn the piano, boxing, YouTube, put yourself in that situation, put your goal in that situation. So if you try as hard as you can to reach that, then you're going to be closer to happiness and closer to being happy. Now, I'm not saying that you, you're going to reach that goal. You might, I might try, even with me, with YouTube, I might try and never make a living off of it. But making money off of YouTube and doing it as a job, as a living with a fan base to interact with, that would make me happy. So I'm trying as hard as I can to get closer to happiness. Failure is fine in any situation. Failure is fine as long as you're trying. Because the closer you are to that happiness, then the better. You know what I mean? You don't need that end goal. You could fail and you might not become a pro boxer, but you got yourself in the gym, you got yourself in shape and you started learning the, the fucking trade and the art of boxing. You got yourself a piano. You might never become Hans Zimmer, but you've got yourself a piano. You can learn to play keys like... You know what I mean? You've got yourself... Say you wanted to be like even something academic, like a fucking doctor. You've went to university. You're studying now. Like, you you know what I mean? Like, failure is fine, but like you, you might want to become a doctor, but then two years down the line, you dropped out. But it doesn't matter because you spend two years trying to reach a goal that would make you happy and you're closer to happiness. Now, when I say to people like, why aren't you trying to, to do like your goals? People will come up with the most bullshit excuses of why they can't try. People will come up with every fucking excuse under the sun. If you ask someone, why aren't you trying to reach your goals? They'll be like, oh, I don't have this or this isn't aligned. I don't have fucking everything given to me on a plate. But literally excuses are just bullshit. You have to just get past that and just fucking... You basically switch your brain off and don't even think. The more you think about things, the more you'll talk yourself out of doing stuff. Stop thinking and just start acting. Literally just start doing things. Don't even think about it. If you're thinking about going to the gym today, but then the more you think about it, you're like, oh no, it might be busy. There might be traffic on the road. Stop thinking. Just literally get up off your chair now or wherever you're sat or lying down in your bed or whatever. Just get up and go outside and just go. Stop. Don't think about it. Just go. Um, And yeah, like I mentioned, um, with all these excuses, they don't even make sense because like I've just explained, that even if you fail at reaching your goal, you're still closer to the goal and closer to happiness, which is a net positive. 
because you're still closer to to your goal. You know, I, I remember Nipsey Hussle said once in an interview, like sometimes like you you feel like you're going nowhere or you're not gonna reach your goals, but if you at least at least if you start, then you're closer to where you're trying to get than where you started from. You know, it's it's easier then to keep going and to try and reach that goal than it is to stop and turn around and go back to the start because you're closer to where you're trying to get than where you started from. And I've got to give a big shout out to Nipsey Hussle and rest in peace to Nipsey because Nipsey Hussle's really changed my life and mentality in in life. Um, and I just watching, I used to watch all of his interviews and stuff, and th- that guy used to be so wise and smart. Um, and just rest in peace, Nipsey man. But yeah. Like I've said, the the momentum and effort that you're putting in, like in direction of following your dreams, it's only a net positive. So why are you afraid of failure or afraid to try or making up excuses of why you can't try something? Why are you making up these excuses? Because you're afraid of what? You're afraid of a net positive. It's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. But um, yeah, I, I went off on a, a preaching ta- like preaching run there, but that was game. I'm sorry, that's game. Like, I was spitting for real there. Eh? I can't lie. Uh, but yeah, that that's just another segment I wanted to say. Just try things, you know. Like, if like I think it it takes more courage to to try something than I mean it, it does take courage to try definitely. Um, but I think if you if you don't try, like I've said, you're just a coward. You are. Why are you afraid of doing something which, in the end, goal? The end goal is happiness. Why are you afraid of trying to be happy? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah, it's crazy. But I want to leave that there. I don't really have um, much else to say on that. You know, I just think it's... It's like... It's pathetic almost to to give up on something without even giving it a shot or trying, in my opinion. I think, yeah. So, let me leave that there uh, and move on. So I don't really have much else to talk about today, even though it's been like a whole month. Um, we normally do movie, uh, movie reviewing suggestions. Uh, movie suggestion of the week. I'm going to have to go with Prisoners. I don't know if I've mentioned this before. I think I actually mentioned Prisoners on the last podcast. <laughs> it's been a while since that podcast, so I can't remember if I did. Um, but movie suggestion of the week, again, if it is the same one, is Prisoners. It's on Netflix. You can check it out there. I think Americans, it's on Hulu maybe. I'm not too sure. Don't quote me on that. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal, fantastic. Hugh Jackman, fucking phenomenal. Terrence Howard, Viola Davis, brilliant as well. Paul Dano's in it. It's such a good film. You know, I maybe one dad watched it the other day, and they were like, "That was so slow," but the pacing is perfect. I think for what the film actually is and what the message and feeling it tries to get across. It's basically, no spoilers, but I'll give you like a synopsis of the film. So Hugh Jackman and his wife are best friends, basically, or neighbours with Terrence Howard and Viola Davis. They're a couple as well. Sorry to Hugh Jackman's wife in the film. I forgot her name now. So those two go over to each other's house for Thanksgiving. Uh, The two daughters go outside to play uh, and then the daughters go missing. And it's basically a mystery of like, where did the daughters go? Like who, who took them? Will they get the daughters back? 
Jake Gyllenhaal plays uh, the policeman, the lead detective lead on the case. Uh, and there's some great scenes between Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman. That is literally just an acting masterclass. If you look at Hugh Jackman uh, in that film, it's a masterclass of how to act with your eyes. Hugh Jackman could have wore a, bal- a fucking balaclava um, for the whole film and just had his eyes and eyebrows showing. And it would have been one of the best acting performances of all time because his the way he acts through his eyes is just phenomenal. Um, but yeah, that, that's me moving movie suggestion of the week movie suggestion like don't of the week has to be nope i'm sorry but i went to see nope at the cinema uh, like at the end of last month it's almost been a month now it's probably not even in cinemas anymore nope um but if anyone was considering watching it i'm don't i'm sorry i have to say it i have to say it. uh jordan peele film yeah i went to see it at the cinema it was between that or bullet train definitely made the wrong decision um yeah, so we went to see Nope, and it was fucking trash. It was well, not. I don't want to say. Actually, that sounds so harsh saying that out loud. But honestly, like me and the person I went to see it with, we came out of the film and just looked at each other and was like, "What the fuck did we just watch?" Like seriously, uh, like oh, let me introduce the film. So Jordan Peele film, he obviously did Get Out and Us as his other like other two films that he's done uh daniel kaluuya in like the the leading role i'm a big daniel kaluuya fan so shout out to daniel kaluuya what a guy uh kiki palmer was in the film as well she was great shout out kiki palmer she was fucking phenomenal in that film uh but the way they marked it and stephen ewan was in the film as well shout out glenn from the walking dead my guy uh glenn was my guy in the walking dead bro seriously so shout out stephen ewan uh but yeah i don't know if i need like I don't know what it was. To me, they marketed the film as like a horror, the the way it came across. And the even the, the title of being Nope, like I thought it was going to be like a spin on a horror film because like, obviously like in normal horror films, you have the, let's say like the stereotypical horror film story. A group of fucking dumb white sorority kids go to like a fucking lake or something and there's a lake house there then they go in the house hear a noise upstairs and they're like oh let's go and check it out then they go upstairs and all get fucking murdered but like going into a creepy house like this is why i i thought i was going to enjoy the film if i went into a creepy house heard a noise upstairs i'd be like nope and then head straight out and i thought that's what the film was going to be it's going to be daniel kaluuya and kiki palmer all horror shit happening and they're just like nope let's get the fuck out of here um but then it, it wasn't that and then they sort of fucking clickbaited that at the start as well i don't want to give any spoilers but there was a scene where it was like yo this could be like this could be live and then daniel kaluuya said nope and started walking away and i was like this could be live now the film because the film i won't lie starts so slow we the person i went to see it with we were sat there like what the fuck is even going on? It was like 35 minutes into the film and nothing had happened yet. And we were like, this is fucking so slow. And like I say, I didn't know what the film was about, but I thought it was like marketed as a horror th- thriller film. That's what it more is, a thriller rather than a horror. It's definitely not a horror. Um, but then something happened, which started like being quite creepy and scary. And I was like, hold on. Because I was actually quite scared at this point. I was like, hold on. And then it just turned out to be like clickbait and wasn't even a thing. And I was like, for fuck's sake, that's what I thought the film was going to be. Then it wasn't. Then, like, it was just weird. I don't know how to even describe it without giving spoilers because I don't want to give spoilers in this review. But, yeah, just don't don't go and watch it. I'm sorry. It's not even weird. It's not even one of them where it's like, oh, yeah, like, go and, and fucking, like, I don't know. 
it's not even like one of them where I can say, oh yeah, go and enjoy it, have a good time, like don't take it too seriously and, and you'll enjoy it. Because literally I was just sat there thinking, what the fuck is going on? Like, and literally days after I was thinking, well, I actually went on holiday the next day, so I didn't really think about it that much. But in fact, no, I, I still did. Even while I was on holiday, I was thinking, what the fuck actually happened in that film? Like genuinely. And even like, like I say, coming out of the cinema, drive home and then I, I just like, I, I turned to the, to the person I was with and I was like, what the fuck was all that stuff about the monkey? Like, if you've seen the film, you'll know what I'm talking about. They had this whole scene with a monkey and then it didn't get, at the very start of the film, and then it pretty much didn't get mentioned again. And I was like, what the fuck was the point in the monkey? <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, that film was just not good. Let's just leave it at that. It was not good. Shout out Daniel Kaluuya though and Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele is a legend. Key and Peele, I used to watch every single one of their skits on Comedy Central. Key and Peele, absolute legends. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer were great. Uh, so shout out them as well. But the film itself, I was just thinking, what the fuck is this? Genuinely, what the fuck about the monkey? And I, I haven't watched any videos or explanations about it. Maybe there was a hidden meaning in the whole film that I've just missed. But sometimes I don't want to have a think piece written about the film. Sometimes you just want to go and enjoy a film for what it is and come out of there think, feeling satisfied. But coming out of there feeling, what the fuck have we just watched? It was just a bit, yeah, it was just a bit shit. I'll, I'll be honest, it wasn't a very fun film experience, I'll say that, for the actual film itself. Uh, but yeah, man. So... Um, let's talk about sports. Normally we do sports towards the end of the podcast. We haven't had much sports to talk about because fucking the Premier League got cancelled because of the Queen. So nice one for that, Queen. Nice one for that Premier League for cutting off the Premier League games because the fucking Queen died. Like, you kidding me? If the President died, they wouldn't cut off the NBA and the NFL. They'd just keep playing and then put his picture on the Jumbotron. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, yeah, anyway... Don't have much to talk about with sports. NFL is back, though. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Terrell and Terrence Mallory. The Mallory bros definitely checking out the scores each week for the Broncos and the Commanders. Um, we are Commanders. That's literally... I hate that name. I hate the name. Like, I understand that they have to change it from Redskins, but Commanders? You couldn't have thought of anything better than Commanders? Even if it was, like, I don't know, Washington Warriors... I like that one better than Commanders. Like, come on now. Um, and then, yeah, Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> Russell Wilson's corny ass uh, leading the Broncos to a week one defeat against the Seahawks, which was quite funny to see. Uh, but, yeah, so I don't know. Like I say, for the podcast going forward, I don't know how much, uh, how many episodes are going to be, how consistent it's going to be. If something crazy happens in a week, I will for sure jump on and talk about it. Uh, but like I say, I might just make a list and add up things to talk about over a month and then do like a once a month podcast. Like I said, I wanted to do this weekly, but I wanted to have co-hosts on. And I, as of right now, I haven't figured out yet um, the set or the people to do a, a co-host podcast, you know? So maybe in the future, if I sort that out, um, we will have weekly podcasts again. But as of right now, it's not looking good, Brev. I can't lie, uh, because I've got a lot going on. With this month, FIFA comes out. Next month, COD comes out. I'll need to make videos on both of them. The month of October is going to be run by anime because I'm going to be doing, like I say, reactions to, what, Chainsaw Man, Mob Psycho 3, Spy Family, my Hero Academia 4, four different series, reaction videos. That's going to take up a lot of time, a lot of time. Then next year, we've got Jujutsu Kaisen probably coming towards the start of the year. 
Attack on Titan coming towards like the end of the third the first third of the year um so yeah man it's gonna be a busy time for me um in life check out the reaction channel like i say it's called ysk reacts as of right now with the podcast by this time next week it will probably be called guts with the glasses um so yeah and check out sasuke gaming as well the gaming channel's nearly at 1k subs i'm nearly at that goal and that dream of getting paid off of youtube however minuscule it might be but i'm reaching the goal still which is what i set out for two years ago uh, and yeah man it's been a tough two years it's been up and down but hopefully we reach there but if we could reach there before the end of 2022 that would be fucking amazing but i, I don't know i don't know if we will anyway people i appreciate it if you've watched this far into the podcast uh, and listened to me rant for an hour you know like i say the podcast does sometimes turn into like a therapy session for me but it's free real estate anyway i'll catch us next time people <laughs> take it easy